Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's your girl, J.S. Danielle, and I'm coming to you live this Thursday night. I am the author of His Perfect One. That was just a lovely little poem set to the mood, if it's all right with you. That's your boy, um, Lorenzo, a much uh, slept-on artist, I believe, from back in the day. Uh, Luke found him, and I thought he was pretty cool. He had some songs that I really did like, and that's one of them, if it's all right with you. It's Eclectically Sexual Sounds, and I'm coming to you, and we're going to talk about something I like to call foreplay. Is it necessary? What do you think, gay? Nay. Foreplay. I'm not even going to attempt to look up the dictionary definition. I'm just going to tell you what I think it is. And I think if you're talking about foreplay, it's something that it is an ongoing experience. It's not just something you do when you're having sex. It's not just something that you do only at certain times. I think foreplay goes beyond just the point of something that leads up to sex. Foreplay could be just the stimulation of mind with erotic words like my sexually charged poem there. It could be something that's said in conversation, whether that's all day, or the way you look at him, the way he stares at you, the way he holds your hand, the way he touches you there. That foreplay could go on all day. And then just the thought of what that could lead to, that foreplay. That's that serious brain fuck when people get inside your head and make you think about all the things you want to do to them when you get together. 
makes me laugh inside because I've been doing just a little bit of foreplay myself for the last couple of days since I had this dude's number and have been talking on the phone. Talking on the phone. Something that has a concept that has lost its way. You know, people don't talk anymore. They'll send out a text message. But it's nothing like hearing the voice tell you, I can't wait till I see you. And I can't wait till I fuck the shit out of you. And I can't wait until I have you in the bed running for the ceiling. Trying to get away from this dick and I can't wait to give it to you. There's nothing like hearing that. Because even if you send it in a text message, girls, it don't sound the same until you heard it, right? And just when you want to say something sweet in return, I'm sure when he reads it, is he hearing your voice saying that? Or is he hearing somebody else's? But while we're on the, the definition of foreplay, Webster says that it's erotic stimulation preceding sexual intercourse, an action or behavior that precedes an event. Now, I like to think that it, it's the latter. The action of talking about the sex, talking about what you're going to do in the sex, talking about how it's going to be when you have sex. That can play with a person's mind because now you put it in their brain and you plan to go to see it and it starts to grow. As the day goes by, you're thinking nothing but about what's going to happen between you and that person. Um, the other day when I was blogging about this, I was in a bit of a mood because, you know, I am female and Mother Nature, uh, she's not a, a, a catty bitch. She just lets you know exactly how she feels. And that particular day, I was just not feeling like I wanted to be bothered, but I still needed to be me. And your girl just loves to talk about sex. And so in that moment, I'd seen a post on Tumblr that said, when he rubs his cock on your clip. And I took that and I went with it. I'm like, wow. There's a means to foreplay and then there's what's deemed necessary. Like, you know, when you getting down with a dude, if he goes down on you, should you reciprocate? Should he expect you to reciprocate? If you go down on a dude, should he reciprocate? Or you just doing it because you love to suck dick. And if you love to suck dick, don't expect him to have to eat your pussy because it's not required. If you're loving, pleasing the person that you're with, then whether or not he's going to please you in return should not be a requirement because you enjoy just being you and doing what you like to do. I said in my blog that, you know, saying when he rubs his cock on your clip is supposed to paint a picture, you know, in both the minds of my male and female counterparts. And what I said about my girls is that, you know, you're laying there, spread legs on the outer parts of his thighs, just raised just above your naked lady parts. The illusion that this will be an unforgettable night is just that. It's an illusion. What he was alluding to is a night that you will most certainly recall with every intake of breath and shudder each time your mind conjures up what led to that moment. You're shaved or waxed, whichever you prefer, or I should say whichever he prefers because it's mostly for the purest pleasure of whomever delights himself in your snack box, right? But there's nothing like being kissed on and licked on 
with no hair in the way, no pausing to get that off the tip of the tongue, no licking to the side or rubbing their face on your thighs because they got a little hair in there. When you're there, down there, there's nothing to worry about and he can carry on business as usual. He's bare-chested, his pants open and unzipped with the hand firmly wrapped around his dick, partner each passing breath. It was so wet with just the anticipation of what he might do with it. Just thinking about what he might do. That's some serious ass foreplay. Because in your head, you're going places. In his head, I'm sure he's going places. That's just a matter of whether or not you two meet in the place that you're going. And it actually goes down like that. Breathing is at an all-time minimum because it's loud. It's loud, damn it. The breathing, you can hear yourself breathing in your own head and out loud. And he might say something you need to hear, so you need to focus. Pay attention. He taps your pit with the head of his penis. God damn it, shut the fuck up. Don't breathe. Now, fellas, she just don't fucking know. She just don't fucking know. Her ass is about to find out. And it's been on your mind all day. She's been sending pictures, not of her, but reminding you of the shit you all done. Over the side of the bed, on her stomach, riding you, frontward and backwards, fucking her mouth. Shit, you looking like nah. Staring at the pussy going wetter and wetter. And your shit getting harder and harder. It's getting so hard it hurt. But it's that good kind of hurt. You know, that I'm about to blow her back out kind of hurt. And when you lock eyes with her because she's been watching you, I fuck her the hell out of her pussy. You tap it with your dick. Her eyes bulge like motherfucker. Her mouth drops and you remember being in there. Inside her, how good that shit felt. And how you wonder where she learned to do all that shit. How you say you would never let a motherfucker learn that mouth yet. Tapping her clip one more time. This shit burning. That is foreplay, people. Just the mere idea of what could be. Dancing around in your head like a freaking movie. And somebody's playing it over and over and over again. On repeat. So, you know, if I'm thinking right, you know, people tend to think that the things people think to themselves are already bad enough because they're thinking it to themselves. But what if they decide to say this shit out loud? Whether it's a poem or a book they write, like myself, all of the stuff that I thought about and all of the things and situations that I put these characters in my book in, I thought it to myself at one point. And I read some situations in other people's books that I thought was like really good. And then I read other situations in people's books that were like, you know, I think I could tweak that bit. And that's what I wanted to do. That's what I still try to do. But right now I'm here talking to you and I'm talking about foreplay. Is that something you want to do? And I've said it over and over and over again. But we can recap this bitch all the time. Communicate what you want. Say that shit. Just do it, damn it. We didn't talk about it. And guess what? Do that shit again. If it didn't happen the way you wanted to, so the fuck what? Might not have been ready for that. He might not have been on what you want. There will be someone who is about what you're about. So don't 
bite your tongue when it comes to what it is you want. If this dude has a mind to please you, he might not need help pleasing you, but he might need to know what it is you like for him to do. And he just might be the motherfucker to do it. Dudes, I tell you the same thing. You don't know that your freak is a freak until she done freaked your ass. And then it's too late. Because by then, it's like, okay, so listen. I got into this conversation with my daughter. How she didn't understand the concept. I mean, she knew that there was a concept, but didn't understand the sense that made the concept main chicks and side chicks. Main chicks and side chicks. How come dude just can't have a main chick and she be the freak that the side chick is that normal main chicks ain't? And by the time we started this conversation, it was going to be a long fucking drive and I knew that. And that was cool. But having these conversations don't come often with parents and their kids. And so I'm happy just to be able to have the conversations with her. But... I had to break down the definitions of main chick and side chick for her. I don't think I'll do that for you guys. I know you guys are adults, but let's get real. Some people think they're main chicks when they're really side chicks. Main chicks is that girl next door, that, that everyday chick, the person you could bring home and meet your parents and introduce to your kids. And she's got a good job and she's just wholesome all the way around. Side chick is that bitch that will do all the shit main chick don't. She don't care about certain things. I'm not going to say the final things. She might be that girl next door, but she has learned. I take that back. She has mastered the art of doing what she needs to do to please her man, the man, a man that she is with that keeps him coming back for more. So say main chick is just not with sucking dick. I mean, she don't mind. She'll kiss it and she'll kiss around it, but she doesn't really thoroughly enjoy it. Although she knows her man likes it, and she's trying, but it's just it's just not the same, fellas. She's not getting down on it. She's not making it wet. She's not slobbing on it. She's not looking at you while you watching her slob that shit. And she's not watching you enjoy her doing it. She's not taking pleasure in your pleasure. Side chick will give you eye. She'll give you spit. She'll give you both hands if she needs to. While she almost choking on that shit. Just because she know you like that shit. Main chick might like missionary. Because she enjoys looking into her man's eyes. While he's inside her and enjoying just that shared look between two people who enjoy having sex. Doing it dog style makes her feel like he's just taking it from her and rutting on her like a savage animal. Side chick won't that bitch. She won't that beast. She won't have the fucker from behind. She won't that leg up in the air, sideways, on top, backwards. She don't need to see your fucking face. She'll sit on that motherfucker, but she don't need to see you while she's fucking. So... What I was trying to explain to my daughter was that main chick is cool. Real cool. And so is side chick. But sometimes dude just wants the freak that side chick is. And then he'll go back home to straight vanilla. And there's no offense to being vanilla. I don't want anybody to take it personally. Vanilla is plain. It's got a little flavor. It's... um. 
ordinary. <laughs> it is sometimey. Side chicks are dulce de leche. Side chicks are mint pistachio, buttercream, butter pecan, Oreo, cookies and cream, strawberry, chocolate, all those flavors that you could put in a sundae and mix it all up. Side chicks got a little something to it that vanilla just ain't got. And that's what dudes be wanting sometimes. Now, my daughter X. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. How come dude can't ask main chick to do some of the stuff side chick do? Maybe slide it in there every now and again and introduce something new to the relationship. And I said he could. Sometimes dude doesn't know main chick is a freak and she was a possible side chick. Because she's into some of that stuff until he asks. And if he doesn't ask, he doesn't know. She might try to hint at it every now and again, not really knowing that he's into that type of stuff either. But this is where I tell you communication comes in. I need to know that that's what you like. If you want me to try something, I'm open for trying. If you don't like it, maybe we could figure something out and compromise, meet somewhere in the middle. But you got to have that fucking conversation first. And if side chick wants to know why dude is still with main chick and not with her, then maybe she needs to peep main chick game. Because I guarantee you there's always something that keeps dude going back to main chick. Because there's something that she has that side chick don't. And this is where men, I think, need to have their conversations with chicks. Because my ex didn't we we experimented a lot we did a lot of stuff when we first started dating and as we grew older and decided okay you know we're going to be serious with each other and we're going to be fucking adults i got the misconception about what married couples do and what married couples do to stay together and all that experimentation shit went out the window and as that went out the window so did my husband he stepped out and I see now some 18 years later what that exactly was you know I, I became a mom and I was cooking I was cleaning and I was taking care of a kid and I was working 40 sometimes 50 hours a week who got time to be a freak I'm tired come home take my shower feed the baby clothes bathe her all that stuff put in the bed I'm tired now 
So when you come home and you want to see Miss Freak, Freak attack. Sometimes Freak needs to be a Freak. Tired or not. And sometimes dude need to understand Freak is tired. All I'm saying is there needs to be some midway point, some compromise. Talk to me about what it is that you want. Let's let's make time to do these things. And yeah, spontaneity is cool, but that don't always work. Especially for a couple that works strange hours and flip schedules and got multiple kids. Especially the ones that like to come and climb in your bed in the middle of the night. Communication is always going to be something that you need to fall back on. Because how you going to know if you don't ask? I keep saying it and I know people have heard it over the years. The dumbest question is the one not asked. And so if you don't know a main chick's a freak. And you scared to try stuff on main chick because she seemed too straight and narrow. She might have a little freakiness in her. She might draw off on a little tangent. And want to try something. Step outside the box and say hey. Let's try this. Maybe you know if you notice that she's doing it more or trying newer things or she's dressing up or she wants you to notice stuff pay attention she's doing it for a reason and if you're not acknowledging what she's doing and making changes with trust me when I say fellas somebody is this is where I think sometimes guys fall short because girls will not put on makeup all the time not get their hair done in expensive long extensions and weave all this stuff all the time. But when she makes the effort and she's wearing certain clothing or she does her hair some way or she puts makeup on and it actually looks nice because you don't really see it that often, acknowledge that. I mean, what's, what's it harming saying a few words and saying, hey, I see what you did there. I see you. I like the way you look in the day or whatever the case may be. Something short is, I like that. Goes a long fucking way with some women. And you know what? Some women might not get that attention from the person that they really doing it for. But somebody else noticed, and that's all the difference. Girls, same way. Dudes like to be appreciated. They like to be touched. Now, a lot of them won't admit it. And a lot of them will not co-sign they think it's kind of girly or so feminine but fucking dudes want to be appreciated they want you to say in their faces look them in the eye while you slide your hand from the shoulder to the elbow and hold on or while you run your hand down his arm and gather two fingers in your hand or if you put your hand on his chest when you're passing by rub yourself up against him when you're hugging him wrap your arms around his neck Whisper something to him. Smile at him. Let him know you're paying attention and listening to what he's saying. A lot of those things go a long fucking way with men because they know you're paying attention. And then they will start to do things that make you pay attention more and they get your attention. I'm going to play some more of Lorenzo and if it's alright with you. While I read some of a particular scene in his perfect one. Here's Lorenzo. When Arya's head fell, it snapped up again because Devin slapped her ass. Not hard. 
but it got her attention. The following feelings spread through her limbs and pulled her body. His tone loved the sensation outside. He didn't want to be in the attention to her. And when he had completed the demonstration of seizing her asshole, he became to the moon. He looked at her and put the latch on her crib. She told her to come. Just like that. Huh? He still had her leg propped up, his mouth greedily eating, licking, sucking, and tasting. But in its betrayal, her body had done just what Billy had asked. He lost his grip around her head and began to suck him out. Her hips tilting, rocking back and forth, she wanted more. The sensations alone were devastating to her sensible body. A man she wanted, and clearly wanted her, was giving her the orgasm of her life. No sounds were heard, but he was truly inaudible. Her body shook uncontrollably. Aria had never been vocal with enemies she could for all the bumping and riding big pain they have on Bob. Aria had never felt the fullness of the earth to scream about any orgasms. And Aria had not ever been openly there for any man to so with his eyes closed, his nostrils cracked, he squeezed her ass to him as he continued to suck her still tasting, feeding and swallowing all she had to drink. He kissed each lip and her foot left on each other's hands. He licked his lip and the smirk he As you can see, Devin in this case, he might like his share of foreplay, and he's doing it with all manner of intention of getting what he wants, and what he wants is for Aria to feel it. This from a girl who would come in silence and maybe not come at all and have to fake it, but not feeling like she could be open and laid bare with this man, her body betrayed her in the fact that he was doing so well with teasing her that she felt like she could just let loose and be free with her orgasm. But that's what he wanted to do for her. So as you can see in his appreciation for pleasing her body, he took his time and gave her something that she probably had never had up until that point. Not knowing who this dude was, not knowing what to expect from what he was doing. She was just like, all right, this is another nigga. He gonna be able to suck on my tit. Mm, I might get my pussy ate well, but I'm not expecting any of that extra. And he gave it to her. So when you have a dude that is taking care of your needs and he's taking the time out to make sure that you getting yours, whether that's just him eating your pussy or touching your body or fingering holes or kissing your lips or hell staring you in the fucking eyes like yeah bitch I'm finna fuck the shit out of you take advantage of what you're getting and receive it and then if in your mind something just says you know what I want to give this back in return in full measure do that shit stop thinking about it do it again stop thinking about it because in the end, you're both consenting adults. You signed known to be fucked by this dude. 
he signed on to give you the shit that you ain't never had because he feels like you can do that. So what's the hold up? Why are we pausing? And if your mind is horny and your mind is not coming up with excuses not to do it, there's no reason to pause. Go with that feeling. The only thing you'll regret later is not going through with it. And would it be so bad if you came a few times from a dude who really just took his time to please you? What is the fucking harm in that? And if you felt the need to return the favor because, damn, he did you so fucking well, what is the fucking problem? I think when people don't get their way and they don't get the pleasure that they think they deserve, I think they get in their own way. And sad as it may seem, a lot of times people are lacking the ability just to do things because they get in their own way. And wouldn't it just be lovely if everybody walked around with a full sense of smile on their face? Whether that is, you know, I just came 12 times. Or just the way he held my face as he kissed me goodbye. Whether that's on my lips or my forehead. The way he whispered that he had something for me later in my ear. Well, the way he just told me on the phone that he was going to fuck the shit out of me when he saw me. That's the kind of stuff that I think people are becoming immune to because we don't talk on the phone anymore. I just spent hours upon hours on the phone with this dude talking. And I kept repeating it over and over and over again about how this doesn't happen anymore because people are so quick to text and then when you call nobody answers the phone but they'll text you like oh give me a minute oh I was doing something no homie you just ain't want to answer the phone girls we do that too I don't know if I could hear his voice in my head as I read the text if I hadn't already had a conversation with him and maybe there's just something about the way you talk that he enjoys that you should maybe put that in a voice memo if you're not big on phone conversations. You might learn something if you just stopped for a second and had an actual phone conversation. But lost art, I say, is having a phone conversation with somebody. You might learn a lot listening to them laugh. You might learn that you like it. Or just listening to them make, you know, crazy noises, whether that's a stretch or a moan or a yawn whatever, the slang and the way they talk, that kind of stuff. But foreplay is a necessary good. It's not even evil. There can be nothing wrong with thinking about what you're going to do to somebody. Get up with that person and then do that to that person. It's fulfilling, it's addicting, and it's downright tangible. You can put your hands on it and you can touch it. So do what you say you're gonna do. Say what you say you're gonna say, and mean that shit. 
But first and foremost, make sure that you have communicated to yourself that it is something that you will enjoy, something that you want to do. By all means, don't do anything that you don't want to do. And if it's something that you do want to do, do it. Communicate it first, but do it. Don't regret it because you didn't do it. Or maybe that person's not into it. Graduation comes later. Everybody has to start somewhere. If that's elementary school and we vanilla and we just test the waters and we dab a little chocolate in there, vanilla's not chocolate anymore. It's a different kind of flavor. And when you add these different things to your bedroom episodes, a lot of flavors can be tasted. That is all that I'm doing for you guys tonight. I'm so glad that you were able to join me. Please be sure to tune in next Thursday night at 9 p.m. for Eclectically Sexual Sounds. It's your girl, J.S. Danielle, author of His Perfect One. I am out. Peace.